Nation, we're hitting you right now on a Wednesday hump day. Hottest show on the streets. We're talking your Bama football news. In my own words, George Truly, Stephen Smith of TDA Bama, LSU. I shouldn't have to say anything else. The battle for the SEC Western Division. Battle for getting to Atlanta, playing for that SEC Championship game. Saturday, Tuscaloosa, Bryant Denny, 6.45 p.m. Central Time kickoff. CBS has the call on the game, but right now you're rocking and rolling in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. I'm going to tell you, from the magic city of Birmingham, we stream this to you through YouTube. Speaking of the channel, you know what time it is. You smash that subscribe button right now. You get active in there. You hit that subscribe button, you share the show, you hit that thumbs up, you smash the like button, run those likes up, give us that thumbs up there, trying to get this thing 50 likes out the gate to start the show. Appreciate the support that coming from all of you. The daily super chat go $100 daily. Super chat going 100 bucks right there. Back in studio here on a Wednesday. Definitely want to hear from you. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358, the number to call in. You let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. One more time, 205-448-1358. Want to hear from you on this evening. Light us up. And we start the conversation off here, Eli, with Alabama. College football playoff rankings came out yesterday. Crimson Tide debuting at number eight from the CFP committee. This came as a, as a surprise to no one. You look at the Pac-12, a legit conference this year. You've got Washington and Oregon there, you know, ranked number five and number six, respectively, in the playoff. The two teams on the outside looking in of a top four. Uh, you got in, in the top four, you got Ohio State in there. You got Georgia in there. You got Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State. So those four teams are in the top four. Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, and Florida State. Those guys in the top four. Washington, Oregon, your two teams on the outside looking in at five and six. Alabama at number eight. Once again, this comes as a surprise to no one. But this is an Alabama team in the top 10 in the AP poll, in the college football playoff rankings. Got to win out. It's got to win out. I kind of like where it stands right now at number eight because these other teams are going to cancel themselves out. Other teams are going to lose. For Alabama, it's handle your business. Start with getting these complete wins, foul points, if you will, but handle your business from start to finish. And it begins on Saturday against LSU at home at Bryant-Denny. Going to be a raucous crowd, crazy crowd. Kool-Aid McKinstry spoke on uh, Tuesday during player interviews. He wants that stadium packed out the same way it was against Tennessee prior to the bye week. And that was huge there for Alabama in the second half as it was able to shut out the Volunteers and get a 34-20 victory. So, um, this time around, Alabama fans, Coach Saban going to be calling on you guys. 
players are already calling on you guys to pack out the stadium, to get loud, to get loud, to get rowdy, to get crazy, to make some noise, to give this team the energy and the winning edge motivation, I should say, and creating the winning atmosphere for this program. Now, uh, for Bama LSU, for Brian Kelly and Nick Saban, uh, the question is going to be, do we potentially see another shootout between these two teams? I go back to last year, wasn't necessarily a shootout. It was a good game, final score 32-31 in favor of LSU. But that 2019 game in Bryant, didn't it was a shootout, Eli. That was a shootout. You had offensive firepower on both sides. Bama had Tua Tagovailoa, Najee Harris, Irv Smith, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, Henry Ruggs uh, III, Jerry Judy, LSU had Joe Burrow, Clyde edwards Lair, Jamar Chase, Terrace Marshall Jr., uh, Justin Jefferson. That was a complete shootout. Final score was 46-41 in favor of LSU. <laughs> if not for an injury, excuse me, to a tag of Aloha, game could have probably won a lot differently. Game could have probably went a lot differently. But if you look at this, when you talk about Alabama, Alabama's got playmakers. Jalen Milrow, got Jermaine Burton, you got Isaiah Bond. Needs to use more of when you look at Kobe Prentice, Kendrick Law, Amari Nyblack, TJ, TJ Dupree, use more of those guys. But Alabama's got playmakers. The opposite in LSU, you got Jaden Daniels, Logan Diggs at running back, and wide receiver Malik Neighbors and, and uh, Brian Thomas Jr. You also got Mason Taylor there at tight end. So could we see a shootout? Could we see a close football game? Going to be very intriguing there. You, you, we've already seen a, a couple of former Alabama players active on Twitter uh, sharing some of the marquee iconic moments from this rivalry, uh, Kevin Norwood shared an iconic moment, former Alabama wide receiver. You guys know him as a Tiger Killer. He had a couple of big catches. Uh, Mr. Clutch in this rivalry, he shared one of those on Twitter, him catching the ball over Tyron Matthew in the national championship game. And then Jesse Williams, former Alabama defensive lineman, the native Australian, he posted a couple of photos on social media kind of recapping his marquee moments from the rivalry as well. So th th this game, uh, you can always point back to Eli, whether it was uh, the interception game or shot Johnson had for Alabama in 2008, whether it was Julio Jones catching the screen pass from Greg McElroy in 09 for a touchdown, whether it was you know, Alabama not allowing LSU to cross midfield in the 2012 championship game off the 11 season. You can look at TJ Yeldon, make a man miss screen pass from AJ McCarron 2012. You can look at how the Heisman changed hands from Leonard Fournette to Derrick Henry in 2015. Uh, there's so many memories you can take here from this match. But you can even go back to 2020 where Mac Jones and Devontae Smith had a field day on Derrick Stingley in that matchup. So, you can always look at iconic moments from Alabama LSU. Will we see another one? Could we get another one on Saturday? So we'll keep our eyes peeled on that. But the biggest question we have to ask ourselves, with Alabama debuting number eight in the CFP rankings and then this match with LSU, could we see the game of games 
from Tommy Reese and Jalen Milrow. Can these two have the best game of their lives out there playing out there playing the game and coaching the game? Can they have it can they have the, the game of the ages? Can they have the game of the ages? Tommy Reese and Jalen Milrow. For, for, for Tommy Reese, the jury's still out. There's still doubters out there. We don't believe he can call a full game plan. We don't believe he can, he, he can really operate this offense. Tommy Reese, if there was ever a moment you had the game of games to silence everybody and go, wow, uh, he, he, he had it in him. We were just waiting for him to pull it out. It was always there. We were just waiting for him to pull it out. This is the game, Tommy Reese, for you to have that. This is the game, Tommy Reese, for you to have that. For Jalen Milrow, kind of the same thing. You know, Milrow's been growing. He's been building. He's been progressing. He's been getting better and better and better. But here can be a game where Milrow puts it all together from all facets and have us go, man, we knew the kid had it in him. We knew he had it in him. Here came the moment where it all came out. All the puzzle pieces came together, right? So here it is for Milrow. Here it is for Tommy Reese. Can they have the game of their life together? Because they're going up against a juggernaut of an LSU offense that's averaging almost 50 points a game, 47.4 points per game. That LSU offense can score. But this Alabama team, it's got to be able to score. It's got to come out fast. Tommy Reese knows. If he don't know it, he better know it. Uh, You cannot afford a slow start. You can't afford to come out behind the eight ball. You can't afford to come out sleepwalking. You can't afford to come out sluggish. You got to put points on the scoreboard. You got to punch LSU in the mouth early. You really do. You got to punch LSU in the mouth early. Get them on their heels early in this football game. You got to have a mixture of quick strike drives and uh, and uh, no 10, 12, 15 play drives that, that, that kill the clock, that take the clock. Now, you may not score on all these long drives, but you score on many of them. And the important thing is you kill the clock and you keep Jaden Daniels and that LSU office on the sideline as much as you possibly can. So for Tommy Reese and Jalen Milrow, can they have the game of their life? It's a big picture. Big key here. They can have the game of their life. We in for some fun. And Bama can find itself moving up even more here in the, the CFP rankings to put itself in position to be one of these top four seeds in the country. We're going to take our first break here, folks. We'll touch that down. When we get back, we go to the phone lines. We grab your calls, your thoughts, your conversations. Light us up. We want to hear from you on a Wednesday after this. Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama Team Paper, which is a video yearbook they've put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because one dollar of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com Alabama. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? 
Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion and ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. All right, people, we're back rocking and rolling to the action from the break on a Wednesday hump day. Number one form for Bama Football News. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. The month of November is here, and we know in the month of November, the real college football starts. You get into the meat and potatoes, the daddy, daddy, the gritty, gritty, and it all starts Saturday. It's LSU, Bryant Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, 6.45 p.m. Central Time. Nick Saban, Brian Kelly, going at it, Bama and LSU. Continue hitting that subscribe button, tapping the like button, run those likes up right there. That daily super chat go $100 daily. Super chat go 100 bucks right there. Before we get to your phone calls, got to pay a word here to our sponsors this segment brought to you our call segment brought to you by our guys at underdog fantasy underdog fantasy we have to take a quick we have to take a quick break right here to talk about the official fantasy partner of tda that being underdog fantasy underdog is super easy to use super easy here's what you do you go on the app right and you go pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or a lower stat total than what's listed you do this with two to five different players and you're in business if you go five for five you can 20 times the money 20 times your earnings there for example maybe this sunday you want to put together an entry with all alabama alums in the nfl you want to put together an entry with Jalen hurts and tua and mac jones Devontae smith Jalen water all those guys you want to put together a full bama alum entry you can you could select an entry with tua Jalen hurts and bryce young to go higher than uh, their stat total if that and if it hits you win the money. If those guys go higher than their stat total, you get the money right there. We see a lot of you are downloading Underdog, using the promo code, and having fun, which we love to see that. If you haven't yet, check it out. If you haven't downloaded it, if you haven't become a part of Underdog Fantasy, check them out right now. Because when you sign up, you get your first deposit double up to $100 using the promo code Alabama. You visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with my promo code Alabama to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Underdog Fantasy. Check them out right there. Appreciate those guys. But we go to the, we go to the phone lines to grab your calls. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in, 205 205- 448-1358. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. And it's Cici. Hey, how's it going? Cici, what's happening? 
man, you know what? I have to come through and show you some love first. And, you know, I know that your show is going to be on fire tonight. I have a couple questions for you that I know that you can answer. So, you know, I know I only have five minutes. I'm going to make it quick. Now, I wanted to ask you uh, first question. So we know that, you know, LSU has some really good receivers. Of course, that Malik, uh, Malik Neighbors guy is one of them. I think he's at almost 1,000 yards this season. But they have a few other ones. So I want to know from your perspective, do you feel like, like, I, I know your answer is going to be yes, but I just want to hear what you got to say about it. Do you feel like our defense can stop them? Do you feel like we, we're going to be able to stop them? You think Kevin Steele has a game plan to stop them? I think, I think Kevin Steele definitely has a game plan. It's going to be interesting to see, she, to see who does Alabama line up on neighbors. I would like to see Terry on Arnold take that challenge. I really would. Because he, he has grown all season as a corner. He has played big ball. All year. Now, if you put Kool-Aid on him, I'm fine with that, too. Kool-Aid really did do a good job in press coverage against Tennessee prior to the bye week. But I'm interested to see who they line up on Malik Neighbors. But more importantly than that, I'm excited about this interior defensive line. I, I think Tim Keenan. I think Tim Keenan and Justin Iboigby could have two monster games. Iboigby did not play in this game last year because of a neck injury. And Tim Keenan now has become a grown man after dropping all that weight. So I feel like those two can really make life difficult on Jaden Daniels. And I feel like if that defensive front makes it difficult on Jaden Daniels, it's going to be hard for those receivers to get the ball anyway. But I, I really like to see Terry on Arnold matched up among league neighbors. Right, right. I agree with you. I think actually that's going to be a really good matchup. Now, flipping it on the other side of the ball, so looking at our offense, so we know that there are a few key injuries um, in LSU's uh, secondary, not even just injuries, but certain guys at corner who won't be able to play. How do you think that that's going to impact our, our receiver core, and do you think that that opens it up for us to see, like the Kobe Prentice and different receivers? It should open it up because it, LSU will not have Zaya Alexander, their best corner. He's out for this game. He's got seven pass breakups to lead the team, two interceptions, so he will not play. And then you're, you're, they're down Deuce Chestnut. They're down uh, Denver Harris as well. So th this should open up a lot for Tommy Reese in terms of these wide receivers. But, but, here, but here's the biggest X factor. Here it is. How does Brian Kelly choose – to play Harold Perkins, which is by far their best player, their edge rusher. Now, Brian Kelly recently said today he's not going to have Kelly, he's not going to have Perkins spy on Jalen Milrow. I don't know if this is just smokescreen to get people off a trail, or is Brian Kelly serious in him saying I'm not going to have Harold Perkins spy on Milrow. If he has Perkins rushing off the edge and trying to attack Caden Proctor. If I was Coach Saban, I would have one of my best blocking tight ends or Robbie Oots, maybe a Miles Kitzelman chip in and help out there. If it's uh, truly Perkins spying on Milrow, Milrow could possibly have a big day throwing the football. It's going to be interesting to see how they use Harold Perkins. But because LSU was down in the secondary, if I'm Tommy Reese, I'm mixing up a lot of stuff with Kobe Prentice, with uh, Kendrick Law. I'm even potentially getting, you know, a Jalen Hale involved too. 
Hey, you you said the name I want to say. I've been talking about Jalen Hill all season. I really hope we get to see him. If we don't see him against LSU, we may see him against uh, Kentucky. So, look, I appreciate you taking my call. Roll, tight, roll, and you're doing a great job. Appreciate CC calling in from Atlanta there, getting us started on the show here on a Wednesday evening. We grab this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Steve, my boy. This is G. How you doing, man? G, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing even better with this game coming up here on Saturday, Bama LSU. They keep saying the kickoff is 645, but we all know how CBS operates. They're going to hype this thing up. They're going to get all their final betting pots in. They, they, might not, they might not kick the ball off until 7. 645? What? What type, of, <laughs> what type of time is that? 645 for CBS? That's that, that, that CBS, but we, we know how CBS does, G. They'll tell you 645, but they're not going to kick that ball off until 7. I kind of look, I, I yeah. look, look at CBS like, you, you know how, and, and, we'll, and we're guilty of this, you know how you go to a function, especially a church function, and they tell you we're going to start the pastor at, at 2 o'clock and no Reverend Brown ain't going to take the stage at 2.30. <laughs> And Reverend Brown going to preach about a good two hours. And we like, man, where the time went. We still got collard greens and chicken on the stove. That's CBS yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right, you right. But, you know, I like I like the defense matchup uh, versus uh, LSU. And it's because of, you know, kind of the things we've been talking about. Now, before Jahai Campbell played this last game versus Tennessee, you know, we talked about could could this team get a little more sparky? And you remember, that was a position I said, we need to get someone in there for Trez Marshall, and we need to get someone in there for Key. I'm not saying those guys aren't good, but we have guys on the bench that can take us to the – level of LSU can't cross the 50 to the fourth quarter. I do believe we have that type of roster, Steve. And, and gee, I, I, was, I was talking with uh, Mike McCoy, former Alabama receiver, 2009 national champion, about this, and he was saying how Alabama's got pure blood Maseratis, pure blood speed, yeah. pure blood talent, not just offensively, but defensively on the bench that needs to be out there. That needs to be out there, and that type of of Maserati type talent that can take you from zero to a hundred, that can take you to the promised land where you need to be at. And we've seen Jahad Campbell step up in a major way. We're seeing what Jaden Daniels, what Jaden Roberts is doing in terms of the offensive line. So we definitely, like you mentioned, G, need that one final piece, possibly in the secondary. Uh, 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 get a Jake Pope out there. Uh, get a Tony Mitchell out there. Get, get, get a guy out there that has that kind of edge that it, it, that something got to give. Has that type of balance. Right, right. Like, like, you... ha, ha, has that type of Tony Brown edge, if you will. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing this defense is missing. Their verbal bully. You know what I'm saying? That Tony Brown. He he was the bully. You know, we could go down bullies on different teams. You got Jerry Reed. He was the bully one year. Uh, 
Ruben. Ruben was a bully with his actions, right? You know, people, I, we all knew NCAA was scared of him once he finally came out. But like you just said, man, we, we, we're missing that one last piece. Like I said, I don't think the guy sucks. He, he, it's, he not, it's, it's not. It's not. It's like, it's, it's like this. G, it's like this. It's like going back to Jangan and Tua. It wasn't the fact that Jangan was bad. Jangan wasn't bad. It's the offense just needed an, another gear. And they got yeah, that gear with that's Tua. That's all we saying. That's all we saying. That's all we saying. We ain't knocking nobody. We know these are young men who got dream by and I want Bama to win. And I want us to win convincingly. Um, another thing that's kind of irking me. What's up with the kick return and punt return? Like, you know, uh, Kendrick Law, we know he's a good weapon for offense, but come on, Steve. We know we got somebody more fast, faster, a little more shiftier than Law and Ja'Cory. You know what I'm saying? But good, Grayson, what's going on with uh, Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid been scared ever since he got his block knock in Texas. We gonna, they swapping him out with anybody? You heard about that? They sw- they're swapping him with Isaiah Bond. Isaiah Bond spoke on, you will be seeing me on punt return. So Isaiah Bond punt return, not not kick return, kick return. My question is, how healthy is Emmanuel Henderson? Because that was going to be his role. That was going to be his role. He got hurt in fall camp. He hurt his hip, and Saban talked about that. But but it, it's been a while now since then, and E-Man's been able to practice. He's been able to dress out in games. How healthy is E-Man now? Because if he's out there, if, if he. If he if, if E Man is returning kicks, look out. That guy's dangerous. Hey, look, if E Man can come back, the slot need to watch out. You remember how he was doing them boys in the spring, Steve? He, 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 I, he, hey, look, he, he was doing them boys dirty. <laughs> he was doing them boys dirty. What's your boy name? Malachi. He he had Malachi on ice about three times out there. So hey, hey look, you're right about that. E Man. That's what that's what I'm saying. There's this team hasn't fully unlocked itself. A couple of reasons I'm going to let you go. Miro still haven't mastered the 15 and unders. We're still waiting on true interior pass rush to be consistent. Tim Keenan kind of took up for that. And we need to get the sparks off the bench. Like you said, E-Man need to return everything that come out the sky. Kit return, punt return. I want to see E-Man. And then that secondary. Put the five-star blue chip out there. I know Saban. I know Saban is a master teacher. He wanted to keep them boys there for five years. He wanted a red shirt. He wanted to coach them up. Hell with all that. We got somebody out there better than Keith. Hey, appreciate you, Steve. Appreciate G calling in there from Raleigh. Another thought here, Enoch, for kickoff return. Cole Adams. I'm just saying, Cole Adams. I mean, he can move. Brother can move. Cole Adams. I haven't seen much. Put him out there. I mean, even a guy like Jaron Hamilton, put him out there. I mean, kickoff return, punt return, it's the position where your kind of no-name guys develop a name, right? You put those guys out there to see what they can do. But we take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name. Where you calling from? You're live on the show. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. All right. It's, it's Mattress Matt in Mobile. How are you? Doing great, Matt. How are you? Uh, I'm excited. Uh, it can't come fast enough. I can't wait. Uh, 
You know, I think the one guy who we need to get the ball in his, in his hands is uh, is is Kendrick Law. That guy, gotcha. for, for what, when when he touches the ball, you know, I'd like to see what what his yards his yards after receiving the ball what what they are because I don't know I think he's one of the most explosive players um and we did we did we did use him you know in the last game uh against Tennessee and uh you know I don't know if his 40 time is the is the fastest on the team or not I I don't think it is but but you know it's not just about just your 40 times speed um he really has the ability to maneuver uh the field um i think uh a cut above uh isaiah bond or or jacory brooks i really think kendrick law um is, is is our weapon if we could really find a way to use him um and I if we continue that offense that uh we started in the second quarter you know of the Tennessee game I mean I think I I'm looking at maybe a 34 to 21 um Bama victory um you know another thing and maybe you, I, I want to hear your take on this too. As far as uh, running, burning clock. Okay, you know we want to we want to run. Uh, we want to if we want to run clock. I, I feel like the best way to run to run some clock is to get first downs. Um, so I, I think Alabama still has somewhat of an addiction to. Uh, running the ball up the middle. Um, and I understand the concept of running the clock, you know, that, that you want to just do a conservative run run up the middle in order to run clock. But if but if it's three and out, you know, then, then you're not going to run much clock. You know, I still feel like even though you're running clock, you still need to use use your 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 pre-stat motion and your, you know, creativity uh, so that you can get some first downs to run the clock. You know, I don't know why, just because you're running the clock, why do you have to run it up the gut every time? Um, but anyway, I want to hear your your take maybe on that and uh, and your take on, on Kendrick Law. Well, I, well, I'll, I'll start. I'll start Matt with the Kendrick Law. I appreciate Mattress Matt calling in there. Kendrick Law, I, I kind of equate him to a Debo Samuel type. Debo Samuel, not the biggest guy in the world, not the fastest guy in the world, but when you put him on the field, he runs by you, he flies by you, he can maneuver in tight spaces. You have to account for him. He brings. He draws so much attention. And Kendrick Law draws a lot of attention. Coach Saban has mentioned we got to utilize him more. He's a tough guy. He's a hard worker. He's a team guy. He's a glue guy. He's he's a weapon. And there's got to be a way for Alabama to incorporate him more 
into the offense. So, you know, hopefully this week against LSU, Saban will find that way to incorporate Kendrick Law more. Now, in terms of uh, creativity and, and working clock, I would like to see more of the run plays off tackle, the run plays to the outside, some zone design, zone read type stuff to the outside. You're going to have to get first downs to run the clock. I mean, for me, it's going to be – even though you may not be able to score on every long play drive, at least for the most part of them, uh, you know, get first downs, work the clock, limit LSU's possessions – limit the amount of times Jaden Daniels is on the field because you know LSU's offense can score. If you can get first downs and be creative with it, score also, but most importantly, limit the amount of time that Jaden Daniels is on the field, which puts more pressure on him and that offense, then that's what you want to do there. And if you're Alabama, appreciate Matthews. Matt, they're calling in from Mobile. We're going to take this call. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. What's going on, Steve? It's Chad from Miami. How you doing? Doing great, Chad. Doing fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm not trying to hold you long. I just got a few pointers for this weekend. All right. Let's, let's hear it, man. Uh, so first is I want to see Coach Saban mad and yelling on the sideline. <laughs> um, respect is a combination, or if not, it's um, uh, respect is fear or admiration of somebody, sometimes a combination of both. So when I see Saban mad on the sideline, I know it's, it's going to change the tide of the game, and then the, the, the players are scared. Um, Tommy Reese need to help out Jalen Milrow with the run game because I know he's a good quarterback, but he's not Bryce Young. So to help him out, we need to run the ball. That's the best way to set him up for success. Uh, third, we need to cut down on mistakes and clean up, and we need a clean and complete game. The offensive line need to do their job also. And then last point is I want the LSU offense calling the cops after the game saying that our defense assaulted Jaden Daniels. That's it. That's what I want for this weekend. Thank you. Appreciate Chad from Miami making his points there on the show. All good points and points that Alabama fans want to see happen. Saturday against LSU. Man, this is going to be a good football game. Be a good football game. But 205-448-1358. Number to call in. 205-448-1358. Got to show some love to Dale B. Dropping in that $20 donation in the Super Chats. Dale B. Appreciate that love there coming from him. Call topic here, Eli. So, you already got Bama players semifinalists for these national awards from various foundations, organizations. Jalen Milrow, King of Downs, Dallas Turner. Jalen Milrow is one of 35 semifinalists for the Davey O'Brien National Quarterback Award. How awesome is that? Jalen Milrow, who was the long shot, according to Vegas, to win the starting quarterback job for Alabama back in the summer, he is one of 35 quarterbacks named to the Davey O'Brien National Quarterback Award list as a semifinalist. Appreciate uh, big ups there to, to Milrow. King of Downs, the freshman, who's having a phenomenal year. He's a semifinalist, one of 14, for the Sean Alexander National Freshman of the Year by the Football Riders Association. 
So big year for Caleb Downs. Up for that honor. And Dallas Turner is a semifinalist for the Rotary Lombardi Award there. So you've got Milrow, Dallas Turner, Caleb Downs all up for national honors, national recognition. We take another break right here, folks, in the show. When we get back, we dive into this. Can Alabama take down, handle an LSU team going through some injuries? And what's what's the biggest matchup in this game? We'll talk about it after this. What's up, Bama Nation? This is Rudy Griffin, former Alabama defensive lineman, and you're listening to my guy, Stephen M. Smith, in my own words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll! Roll! Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, people, 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 we're locked and loaded to the action from the break. Hottest show on the streets, number one ticket for your Bama Football news, in my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. My man, Eli Walker, in the production studio. Eli, the veteran Walker, that being. Guys, show some love to Jason Haywood one time. $5 donation, putting the love right there in the bucket. Appreciate Jason helping us out right there. Awesome stuff. Bama, LSU, Saturday. 6.45 p.m. Central Time kickoff from Bryant Denny. Tuscaloosa CBS has the call on the matchup. But beginning to now, second topic in that be, You know, Alabama is going up against wounded LSU team. Brian Kelly bringing up the injuries happening here for the Tigers. Guys that will not play against Alabama. And I know for a lot of you Bama fans, you're going to say, rat poison, you know, on that. We, we ain't focused on that. We, we ain't, we ain't balled in all of that. We're balled in still playing 60 minutes, no matter who's out there for LSU and, uh, the, and uh, the Tiger team. But Brian Kelly goes, ne- goes into this matchup against the Crimson Tide with some injuries on his roster. He spoke about it this week, all of the injuries on defense, starting off with Defensive tackle, Makai Wingo, he's out. 22 tackles in the season. Three and a half tackles for loss, two sacks. They will not have Wingo. LSU also down three corners. You're down Zai Alexander, who is uh, your leader back there in the secondary. Team high, seven pass breakups. He does have two interceptions. You're also down Denver Harris and Deuce Chestnut for this matchup. So those are your four injuries there defensively if you're LSU. And um, this should be huge here for Tommy Reese in terms of calling the game of his life, in terms of putting Jalen Milrow in this offense in situations to be very successful, in terms of crafting the game plan where these receivers are getting open, Milrow's finding them, hitting them, 
They're making plays up and down the field. This should be a game for Tommy Reese to really unleash everything, especially with LSU dealing with some ailments there, injuries primarily in the defensive secondary. Now, the biggest question for this game, and I alluded to it, Eli, in the first topic, where in how what in the world how in the world is LSU going to play Harold Perkins? That's the biggest key of the drill. How is he going to play him? Is he going to rush with Harold Perkins? Is he going to use Perkins to spy Milrow? Though he said to the press he ain't going to do that. What is Brian Kelly going to do here? Because and you mentioned this before, Eli, before we came on, he's been kind of playing out of position all season, but. Perkins was a big deal last year against Bama affecting Bryce Young and company. So how does Brian Kelly play him? Because depending on that, Milro could have a well of a game. He really could. The conversation's been Jaden Daniels, Heisman Trophy frontrunner. Jaden Daniels, best quarterback in the SEC. Jaden Daniels, one of the top quarterbacks in the country, and he is all of those things. I'm not taking anything away from Daniels. He's been phenomenal this year for LSU, 100%. But here's a shot for Milrow to show there's another quarterback in the room. There's another quarterback in this game. There's another quarterback in this conversation. That being me, Jalen Milrow, number four. How you doing? But here's a shot for him to go out there and have a phenomenal show, to have a phenomenal outing. And uh, this is the biggest matchup. Milro and Perkins. That's the biggest matchup. Milro and Perkins. How can Milro manipulate Perkins? How can Tommy Reese provide creativity, eye candy, misdirection, motion, movement to take Perkins' eyes off where they need to be at? This is the reason why Kendrick Law... Kobe Prentice, Jalen Hale, you got to use your weapons. And you got to put these guys in motion. Amari Amari Knight Black as well. Put these guys in motion to offset the eyes of Kendrick Perkins. Cause that man to think. Because if you can can offset his eyes and get him thinking about one thing while you're doing a completely different thing, you can have some fun against this LSU defense. This LSU defense, it's it's had trouble against big-bodied weapons all year. This is the reason why Maury Nyblak and C.J. Dupree could go off in this game. Because they're big-bodied tight ends. LSU's had issues with that. And with the injuries it's got, Harold Perkins is going to be asked to do a lot. Because he is the whole defense. Your Tommy Reese helping Milrow master the biggest matchup of this game misdirection movement emotion use it all use it all to dictate the eyes of Harold Perkins because the more things a defensive player has to think about the less aggressive and attacking they become because they gotta think about So much stuff coming at it at one time. 
But that's the biggest matchup there. Milrow, Perkins. How does Brian Kelly choose to play Harold Perkins? And then what does Tommy Reese do to ensure Milrow has a masterful performance against an LSU team that's down some guys here on the defensive side of the ball? We're going to go to final break here, folks. Don't touch that dab when we get back. We wrap it up with this. Kevin Steele. Kevin Steele. Can can he offset this LSU offense and prevent this from being a shootout? We wrap it up with Coach Steele after this. I'm Malachi Moore, and you're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith on Touchdown Alabama's YouTube channel. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama.